Good morning, friends. Welcome to Women in Ministry TV broadcasts. My name is Deanna Fullerton. I'm a licensed clinical pastoral counselor and ordained minister of pastoral care and founder of Eagles Dress Counseling located right here in Middle Tennessee. Thank you for joining me today on Women in Ministry TV broadcasts, Facebook Live, and Devotions with Deanna YouTube channel and podcast. It is a privilege and honor to have this opportunity to use these flat platforms through Women in Ministry TV. <clears throat> Leaders um, like yourself are on a tight schedule and must be creative when it comes time to reading and meditating on God's Word. Devotions with Deanna was created as one of the solutions to support busy leaders. My prayer is that you will be inspired today to become a person after God's own heart and your strength will be renewed. As I continue with the theme of growing in grace, today I want to share the fourth of the five reasons growing in grace is important to your soul, your mind, will, and emotions. Growth in grace, and it's a very simple thing, growth in grace pleases, the, pleases God, pleases And I know, I know that's very simple, it's simple, a simple, how to so I hope I'm just going to share two suggested ways that you can start pleasing the Lord today and to jumpstart you into the next season of your life or to if you're mentoring or leading someone these are two good solid suggested ways that come straight from the word of God to jumpstart you into into pleasing the Lord and um, wanting a desire and desiring to please the Lord in all areas of your life. So I love the analogy of the gardener that has been faithful in attending to their garden, <clears throat> including watering, feeding, and yes, pulling weeds, which I sometimes I like pulling weeds just because I know that afterwards the guard, the flower bed is clean. It looks good. But sometimes I just hate pulling weeds because the bending over, the getting on the knees, the um, just the, especially after a long period of time, because it seems like it's endless. The weeds just continue to grow. But just like any gardener would know, it is a joyful and pleasurable occasion when the plants are growing, flourishing and bearing fruit or flowers. Um, I love to go outside and we have this particular rose bush that um, has some sweet smelling roses and they're just, they're, they're very beautiful when they're in full bloom. And so um, I love the product that this rose bush produces. On the flip side, it is disappointing to go out and see plants not growing, some are malnourished, and some are just overcome with weeds. And the same goes for our Christian walk with the Lord. He takes pleasure in all of his children, but especially when they are growing and maturing in grace and bearing fruit for the kingdom. Growing in grace, make sure I'm on here. Growing in grace um, requires us to tend to our spiritual growth, our nourishment, and pulling the weeds out 
which is removing the sin, getting rid of bad habits. Um, the list goes on and on, but removing those weeds and allowing the Lord. I was reminded of the book by Bruce Wilkinson, um, um, The Vine, something about the vine. I can't remember the title, but um, where there's pruning that has to happen, like the rose bushes and some of the different um, bushes in our yard have to be pruned or they won't grow beautiful blooms or beautiful flowers the next season. So we have to allow the Lord to prune us. Um, and so, but before we get into all of that, I just want to leave you with two suggested ways that you be, you can begin today to start pleasing the Lord. And that is prayer and encouragement. Um, we're reminded in John 15, 1, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. And also in John 15, 8, by this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. So the first way, first suggested way to please God is through prayer. And I can't wait to get to heaven and meet. He is absolutely one of my favorite um, men of the Bible. He is a true leader. He is a true mentor. He takes care of the ones that are under his leadership. We know he had a bad past and but the Lord redeemed him and used him and is still using him today through God's word. So I want to take your attention to Colossians, Colossians 1, 9 through 14. And this is the prayer that Paul had prayed for the Colossians. And then we'll discuss it after I read it. So Colossians 1, 9 through 14. And I am reading from the New King James Version. Let's see. For this reason, we also, since the, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may have a walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, for all patience and long suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of the Son of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Paul's prayer for the Colossians. Here Paul is expressing his concern that the Colossians come to a deeper understanding of the person and power of Christ. Paul prays that the Col Colossians would know the will of God, be able to apply the will of God to their lives, and then walk in a manner worthy of the Lord fully pleasing to him. If you want to grow in and grow in grace, and please the Lord, let's join Paul and pray this prayer over ourselves and those that we lead or mentor. We also see from Paul's prayer for the Colossians four characteristics of a worthy walk. Number one, living a life marked by the fruits of good works. 
Number two, growing in knowledge of God by studying his word. Number three, strengthened not by our own might, but by God's strength to endure. And number four, having gratitude for God's work of salvation in our lives and the lives that we lead and mentor. So moving right along, I want to give you the second suggested way to please God. To receive and give encouragement to others, to yourself and to others, to continue growing. So the next letter that Paul wrote was to, or another letter that he wrote was to the Thessalonians. In First excuse me, First Thessalonians, we see how Paul is writing to this young church to encourage them in their newfound faith, peace in their love for one another, and to rejoice, pray, and give thanks always. In chapter one or in chapter 4 of 1 Thessalonians um, 1 through 12, Paul gives them directions for growth to continue progressing and walking in a manner that pleases God. He wanted to remind them of his previous teaching on sexual and social matters. These young Thessalonian believers lack the moral upbringing from the Mosaic law that was provided in the Jewish community. And that's what I love about Paul. He wrote these letters to make sure that they were growing and to remind them of the teachings that he had given them when he was visiting with them. So I found this translation a little bit more. I like the wording of it. Um, but it is 1 Thessalonians 4, 1 through 12 in the Passion Translation. So I'll read this to you from the Passion Translation. And now, beloved brothers and sisters, since you have been mentored by us with respect to living for God and pleasing him, I appeal to you in the name of the Lord Jesus with this request. Keep faithfully growing through our teachings even more and more. For you already know the instructions we've shared with you through the Lord Jesus. God's will is for you to be set apart for him in holiness and that you keep yourselves unpolluted from sexual defilement. Yes, each of you must guard your purity with holiness and dignity not yielding to lustful passions like those who don't know God. Never take selfish, selfish advantage of a brother or sister in this matter, for we've already told you and solemnly warned you that the Lord is the avenger in all these things. For God's call on our lives is not to a life of compromise and perversion, but to a life surrounded in holiness. Therefore, whoever rejects this instruction isn't rejecting human authority, but rejecting God himself, who gives us his precious gift, his spirit of holiness. There's no need for anyone to say much to you about loving your fellow believers, for God is continually teaching you to unselfishly love one another. Indeed, your love is what you've known for, what you're known for throughout Macedonia. We urge you, beloved ones, 
to let this unselfish love increase and flow through you more and more. Aspire to lead a calm and peaceful life as you mind your own business and earn your living, just as we've taught you. By doing this, you will live an honorable life, influencing others, and commanding respect of even the unbelievers. Then you'll be in need of nothing and not dependent upon others. So I um, I hope you enjoy hearing that word from the Passion Translation. It was 1 Thessalonians 4, 1 through 12. And it's just Paul's, his directions that he is giving to these young Thessalonians to grow, to continue growing in the things that he's taught them. And so um, through these two um these two ways, suggested ways to please God, to prayer, pray for yourself and for others through the example, by the example that Paul has given to the Colossians, and then to receive and get, give encouragement to continue growing is the second suggested way to please God through the example that Paul wrote to the Thessalonians. Um, and so the life application questions that I'd like to give to you so that you can ponder on this next week is, in Paul's prayer for the Colossians, which four characteristics of a worthy walk would you like to work on? Is it to live a life marked by the fruit of good works? Is it to grow in knowledge of God by studying his word? Is it to operate out of a God's strength, not your own strength, for increased endurance? And is it to have a grat or is it to have a gratitude for God's work of salvation in your life and the lives that you lead or mentor? Number two, who do you think that could benefit from prayer? The prayer just like Paul prayed for the Colossians. And number three, who do you know that needs some encouragement to keep going, to keep increasing in areas that Paul encouraged the Thessalonians? I'd like to pray for you, and then I'll close this out. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for those watching and listening. Lord, I pray that you would go with them. Um, Lord, these are just two suggested ways that we can please you almost immediately. We can go to prayer on behalf of ourselves or for the others. And then number two, we can encourage those around us. We can even encourage ourselves by getting into your word and reading um, on areas that we are struggling in. Lord, I just pray that you will, um, those that do not know Jesus Christ as their personal savior, that today would be the day that they would reach out and ask someone to lead them in the prayer of salvation. Those that are struggling struggling with their salvation, Lord, I pray that they would um, rededicate their lives to the Lord and just open their their hearts to Him and open their ears to hear hear Him tell them um, the next steps. And so, Lord, I'm grateful for this time. Lord, I ask that you be um, be with our sisters and brothers um, all across the world as we watch things unfold that are hurtful and damaging and as lives are lost, Lord, I just pray that you would be, you would encourage our brothers and sisters in the Lord and that you would be with them. Give them strength to endure in this time. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. 
Thank you, my friends, for joining me today. I hope that you will tune in to Women in Ministry TV broadcast, YouTube channel, Facebook page, or Devotions with Deanna YouTube channel or podcast every Friday at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. I will upload this the audio of this broadcast to my podcast, Devotions with Deanna. And if you have a specific prayer request that you would like me to pray for, you can send me an email at devotionswithdeanna at gmail.com or um, Deanna at eaglesrestcounseling.com. And you have a wonderful and blessed day.